This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused, of course, hosted by yours truly, Austin West and Lavelle Harris, all the way from California. Yep. Hello, hello. Welcome welcome back, guys. Um, it's going to be another great episode for you guys. We talk football and we get it unfocused, as always. But That's true. It sounds like we're doing a pilot episode with that, with that interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tuning in from, obviously, the 49th best state in America. Obviously, I'm tuning in from number one here in Iowa. Um, <laughs> I, I already hear the disapproval from the other side. <laughs> like, what? Okay. <laughs> You know, there's it's 49th best. There's 50 states. There's there's one below you. No, nah, we're like first. You guys are like 50th. 50th? Because like in Nebraska, you know, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. You're really gonna say we're worse than Nebraska, bro? Okay, no, you guys are a little better than Let's Nebraska. Let's go. We're not last. That's what matters. <laughs> I think we got North and South Dakota beat too, but uh, maybe not South Dakota. Uh, I don't know. North Dakota kind of fire, probably. That's what I'm saying. North Never Dakota kind of goes crazy, but South, South Dakota. Dakota? Whichever oh. one has the Black Hills, is that North Dakota or South Dakota? Uh, I, don't I know, know Mount Rushmore, I think, is North Dakota. So I think that would be the Black Hills as well, wouldn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been All to right, the we're Black turning Hills. This into geography class. <laughs> we're turning this into geography class. This is not our strong suit whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> athletic students, myself and Lavelle. Yep. Athlete part came first, and obviously we, we're doing a sports podcast for the last four so. years, so. That tells no, you anything. It should tell <laughs> yeah. you that we only care about sports. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Lavelle, could you even point out North and South Dakota on a map? Uh, Yes. One's okay. at North, Good. one's South. So. Oh, there we go. Where, where's <laughs> that? I got to – I got to – there we go. Yeah. Yes. He knows North and South Dakota, folks. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Big moves by Lavelle, known as geography. But anyways <laughs> – We'll get into football now instead of geography yes. class. Maybe we turn this into Jeopardy for the first five minutes of the podcast from now on. Just start <laughs> naming random facts that we know. Um, but this week, I mean. Wow. Just like last yeah. week. Last week. <laughs> yeah. Just like I, last week. Literally. We thought week one couldn't. You couldn't get crazier than week one. And then week two decided to come over and like smack week one upside the back of the head and be like, that's how you do football. And it's crazy. That old Simpsons meme that they had like, oh, that's how you do a. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Something does something better than something else. They smack the kid in the back of the head. And it's yeah, like, oh, I was watching. Red, it. I was watching Red Zone, and um, the guy who hosts Red Zone, he was like, he was like, Scotty around this time last week, it started getting crazy. Let's see what happens. And then everything started getting crazy. <laughs> everything like, went crazy. What just happened? Like, oh, no. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. <laughs> crazy. This is the best best games I've ever watched. Oh my Except gosh, yeah, they were fantastic. It was pretty good though. So all right, talk about your Chargers game. I mean, they were the first uh, game of the week, Thursday night yeah. football. Thursday night football, prime time game, and um, I think we we showed out, and it's just we just had a, a couple mistakes at the end of the game that cost us with mm-hmm. uh, Gerald Everett getting tired and Herbert throwing a pick six, and then ultimately Herbert got hurt. Literally had a little bruise rib cartilage, but nothing too serious to keep him out the game. But Mike Williams balled, had eight receptions, one hundred thirteen yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, 33 for 48, 334 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Let's go to the Chiefs, guys. Let's go to the Chiefs. I'm just wanting to say this. I just want to make this out. Mahomes had 24, 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. He he even said himself that he's lucky that he was lucky the refs called some of those 
passes that got picked off because the Chargers had three, two called back from penalties and one overturned from saying they dropped it. But I don't know. I it, think I think the Derwin James one was dropped. I think so. The Derwin, huh? The one where he dove for it, right? That was Derwin that did it, right? No, that was Asante right? Samuel. Oh, it was Asante Samuel. My See, bad. that's what I'm saying. See, that's why people say it was dropped, but the same thing happened in the Bucks game, and they counted it, it as a catch. Yes, J- Jamel Dean, he caught it the same way. They reviewed it the same way. It looked like the same way, and they called it a catch. So I was like, they got to be consistent if you're going to be calling it like this because yeah. I know they got Brady, but, like, it's okay, though. You don't have to bail him out. Yeah. <laughs> that game in the second too, <clears throat> but, but I still don't think, I think the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs should have beat us. Ultimately, we no. still should have won the game. Um, like you could look at the Chiefs receiving yards they had: Travis Kelsey, five reception, fifty-one yards. That was their highest. And yeah. Then their second highest was Justin Watson, two receptions, fifty yards. Then McCall with three receptions, and then like they were just, just getting out. out the whole time. Literally, like, they... I felt like I felt like the whole game was just it was like back call after back call after back call. And it was bad just luck after bad. It luck was like it was kind of crazy, and we were still holding the lead. We were still holding it, but mm-hmm. hey, I still believe my Chargers were one on one right now, though. But hey, we have our guys back. Keen Allen comes back this week. JC Jackson, he I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie, he looked so lost out there playing the Chiefs. And I was just thinking because he did not have a full week of practice, he did not know what the scheme was, what we're doing. Because oh, I think no, Derwin James was standing next to him the whole time, telling him literally what to do. I swear he was. And it was like it was like confusing to me, but I think this week he should play better. It just last week he did not play good. I don't feel like he did as well as Asante Samuel and our other DBs. So, hey. right, right. So, hey, but we yeah, gonna see. I mean, we gonna see. I would yeah. agree with that. I think I think the Chargers should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, all week it was kind of games like this. Only four blowouts total. And I'm going blowouts uh, by weird over teams ten too. point different. Yeah, weird teams. Um, we'll start with the close ones. Patriots-Steelers, 17-14 in favor of the Patriots. Not one we thought maybe would go that way. I haven't seen a snap of Patriots or Steelers football yet. Um, that'll change tonight. <laughs> Steelers-Browns on Thursday Night Football uh, as we're recording this. Yep. Uh, Panthers-Giants. Giants win 19-16. Giants are 2-0. and Giants? Now to start the season. They're looking good. Hey, Daniel Jones, Panthers he aren't that good. looking good, though. Daniel so Jones I mean, ain't looking yeah. that good, though. That's no. why I'm like, the Giants might probably be the worst two team I've ever seen, but I gotta give them props. I gotta give them props. Gotta give them props. Gotta I mean, props. I saw something from the Panthers just before I came over here this afternoon, so I wouldn't have done this if we would have recorded on time uh, last yeah. night. But Dan Orlovsky had a video out. He tweeted it out, and if you're a defense facing the Panthers, you know exactly what they're doing every play in the shotgun. Every single one. And he pulled it up on film, and he has proof. Like, you can – if you're a defense, you'll know exactly what they're doing if they go into shotgun. Really? Because when they go into shotgun, yep, Christian McCaffrey will line up a yard behind Baker Mayfield. And every time he does that, RPO, true run. Mm. And then when he's even with Baker Mayfield, it's all pass. Oh, out my of the shotgun. God. Like, it, it is a clear one-yard difference from where McCaffrey lines up. And so you can tell exactly what it, what they're gonna do every time when they're in the shotgun. Can't be every that time. predictable. Can't be that predict- predictable no. in the NFL. You cannot. Man. That's it's exactly kinda... what Dan Orlovsky said. This is coaching malpractice. Were his exact words. Yeah. Like you can't allow this to happen in the NFL. Literally, because people are gonna pick up on it, and it's gonna it's gonna it's get easy. Yeah, people are gonna. You're pick just gonna on get, up get on stopped, it. and you're gonna be wondering why. 
like they know mm-hmm. what we're doing every time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Crazy. But this Jets Browns game. Oh my god. Even gosh. crazier. Poor Browns. Poor, poor Browns fans. Oh my gosh. Up, so bad. I believe. What was the score before? It was uh, they scored thirteen in the fourth, so it was what? Yeah. Thirty one to it was thirty seventeen. Yeah, it was thirty to seventeen. Thirty one seventeen. Oh yeah, thirty no 30, yeah, thirty 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 to they, fourteen. It would have been it was thirty to seventeen because they missed the extra point, the Browns did. And okay. then yeah. And then they scored two touchdowns, the Jets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the Jets. What was it? The under final, two like, minutes. Yeah, minute something. They scored a touchdown. Corey Davis. Nick runs it in for a touchdown with a minute and yeah. a half to go. Oh now, this God. is important for later. And then yes. the Jets go down, score, get an onside kick, and go down and score again and win again. the game. But if Nick Chubb doesn't run that touchdown in, they can kneel out the clock because the Jets had no timeouts. Literally game and they would have won. Literally game a ninety nine point like seven percent chance of winning at that point, and then the Jets ended up winning. Nick, they brought the kids down from the stands, like they were about to go take the picture with the head coach, and then they lose the game. And it's yeah. just like it's just mind blowing. It, but it's the most Cleveland Browns way to lose either, I think. Yeah. It it really <laughs> is. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I'll admit it's unfortunate, that, but... but you probably are used to it. You're Probably. It has a Browns fan, you know, just like, like well, there it goes again. <laughs> yeah. But people who aren't used to stuff like that, I will say they're Colts fans mm. who all of a sudden are like, they're kryptonized the Jaguars as the Jaguars get the first of the blowouts, 24 to zero over the Colts. Mm. Just had him like, no, snuggie. Jonathan Taylor had nothing. He couldn't do anything. Matt Ryan couldn't do anything. Michael was, Pittman obviously out for this game, but still, like, you got to work with what you got. And he doesn't, and he, and they didn't get it done. They just didn't get it done. I couldn't believe it. I saw that score. And I'm like, no way they were held to zero. Just without you, just didn't have Michael Pittman, and it's like it all falls apart. Like, like Jonathan Taylor's one of the best running backs in the league. Come on, he's the one in there for real. Is it like panic mode right now for the Colts? Like you tie against Maybe. the Texans, and then you lose against the Jags. Like the Jags are on top of that division. And that's crazy. It's just gonna sole possession of first place in that division. It's just panic mode for Colts right now. I don't know what's happening. I think so. I think I'd be worried if I'm a Colts fan. It's or... Matt Ryan, I think. I don't even know if it's Matt Ryan. I'd... Might be. You don't Maybe have a lost... franchise QB to like go to a leader. You have a franchise running yeah, back. You went from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, which is an upgrade in you theory. What... In theory, but you see what Carson Wentz is doing. That's true. Compared Carson Wentz Matt is kind Ryan. of balling out. That's what I'm but again, saying. remember, look at the weapons. Look at the weapons as well true, uh, true, for Washington, true. as they've got Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, who's returned all of a sudden. He was injured, hasn't been looking like himself. Now back after he was traded from uh, obviously Carolina. What was that? Two years ago? Mm, yeah. I think it was two years ago. Because that first year he was kind of eh, in and out. I don't think he was figuring it out. Second year gets hurt, and then this is his third year with the Commanders, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's looking a lot. He's leading the team in targets. Like Curtis Samuel is their most target guy. He's top twenty-four in the league in targets uh, by receivers. So I mean, he's doing fantastic for Carson Wentz over there. Um, which, even though the the Commanders do lose to the Lions thirty-six to twenty-seven, unfortunately, unfortunately, um, so but... no longer on top. The Lions also are now two and zero, oh, right? No, they won one. week one. Another one. Oh, they're one. one. Oh, yeah, they lost the close one to the Eagles. That's right. Yep. That's right. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, 
I'm gonna say I'll, I'll come back to this next one, but uh, mm. Buccaneers Saints. We said we'd talk about it. Tom Brady very heated on the sideline in this game. Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans go at it once again. Oh, both ejected. Crazy. I don't think Lattimore should have been ejected. I believe another defensive player uh, should have been ejected instead of him. Because really, I mean, Lattimore really didn't do much. It was Marcus May. Marcus May. Should have been the one ejected. Mm, I don't know. Not Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore started all of it. He was talking to he the sideline. He He's talking to Brady. He was talking. And then Fournette. I think Fournette definitely should have got ejected too. He's literally pushed Shoved Lattimore him. first. And then Evans came Mike out of nowhere. Mike Evans comes tackled. around, wraps around, and tackles yeah. him. Tackle and then Marcus him. May gets in there and yeah. starts trying to tackle. While Lattimore is just like, hey, I'm not trying to do anything. Marcus yeah. May came in on his own will and started throwing people to the ground. I think he took on Lenny, uh, if not tried to pu- pull Mike Evans off of Lattimore and then tackled Lattimore, uh, Evans to the ground. Mm-hmm. And so me, Zoe, and all of us that were watching, we were all watching this game because we couldn't get any other games. And we're like, oh, yeah, why is Lattimore going? We understand that Lattimore, why Lattimore's going. But if Lattimore's going, Marcus May should have gone too, in our mm-hmm. opinion, because he was doing a lot. I mean, Ladmore was obviously in, enticing it, enticing it, like talking yeah. to the sideline and stuff, um, right. and talking to Tom Brady and Lenny. So, I mean, obviously we get it, but like Marcus May was in there doing the heavy lifting, let's say, for, <laughs> for that but, one. So. Yeah, they're really not gonna get, see him and all that mess. They probably just saw yeah. the first part and then yeah. really like, okay, this is who we're doing, and that's how it's gonna go. And Mike Evans got suspended for a game as well. So he is out for week three. Mm, so so. Buccaneers not looking good in their matchup against the Packers this week. Uh, next blowout, 49ers Seahawks, 27-7 to in favor of the 49ers. Fortunately, Trey Lance goes out with an ankle injury. He's done for the season. Uh, unless, unless I've heard rumors. Rumors, rumors, rumors. Rumor, rumor, rumor. Because it is a similar injury to what Dak Prescott had last year, but mm. not as severe. So rumor has it, again, rumor, rumor, going to put that out there, rumor, that in theory, if the 49ers make it to the playoffs, we could see a possible return of Trey Lance, most likely not as a starter, as Jimmy Garoppolo will head the team. But for those packages we saw at the beginning of last season against the Lions, maybe we bring in Lance for some red zone stuff or when we're within 10 yards. So now we have a rushing ability with our quarterback that's a little better than Jimmy Garoppolo's maybe not as much obviously after the ankle injury but still something that we could maybe look at in a uh, playoff game so again rumor mill rumor mill just putting that out there I'll run through a couple of these all these were crazy and me I don't want to spend too much time on them (laughs) Um, Rams Falcons 31 27 Falcons tried to do the 3 to 28 comeback uh, pull up short unfortunately um, Broncos, Ooh. Texans, Broncos barely defeat the Texans, Ooh. 16 to nine. Not sure what flames are going on in that kitchen that Russ is cooking in over there in Denver. <laughs> Cowboys, Bengals, Cooper Rush gets the win over Joe Burrow, 20 to 17. Packers, Bears on Sunday night football, 27 to 10 in favor of the Packers. Bills, Titans on Monday night football, 41 seven in favor of the Bills. Tannehill Outrageous blowout. Tannehill and then the awful. other... Yeah, Tannehill looked awful. Malik Willis came in to finish the game. Uh, meanwhile, the Bills' defense looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, other Monday Night Football, Eagles-Vikings, not as fun as we had hoped that game would be. 
Yeah. Eagles 24, Vikings 7. Eagles defense. Clap it up. Just clap it up. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. I mean, we skipped one, huh? I know. I was getting to the good ones last. Oh, the good ones. The good ones. All right, Lavelle. I'm gonna give it to you. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I we've got our old game of the week sound. I want you to decide. Do you know what one you think you want for game of the week? I think I know which one you want, but I want I want to make sure. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals Raiders. Oh, that is not the one I thought. That's you would the choose. one I I'm want. I'm not gonna lie. That's the one I want. All right. Okay. So of course, Lavelle's going Raiders and Cardinals. As our game of the week this week, obviously an overtime game. Lavelle, I'll let you get into that one. Okay, it was just, it looked like it was going to be a blowout by the Raiders. They just started the game scoring 7 in the first, 13 in the second, going into halftime 20-0. to zero. And then they just, the Cardinals came out a different team, man. Third quarter, they scored 7, so and then the Raiders scored 3. So, okay, we're thinking 23-7 to seven going to the fourth. No way the Raiders can blow this, right? Well, the Raiders blew it. Giving up 16 points in the fourth quarter and six points in overtime with the Isaiah Simmons laying the boom. I've never seen a boom like this. Laid on Hunter Renfro, making him fumble for six. Scooped up by Byron Murphy. It was one of the greatest games I've seen. Kyler Murray had a crazy two-point play. It was just great game, great game, great game. I think it was much better than the other game you were thinking of of her game of the week. So, how you like yeah, that? You think it was better than the other game of the week? I just think I only think because I don't. We can just give it to. I don't think we give it to two. We give it to Tyreek because Tyreek. <laughs> we don't give it. Yeah. Because two two underthrew so many of those so so much oh, of those balls. Six touchdowns, like, dude. He was the MVP this week. Nickelodeon. Bro, and then player. he had two hundred and twenty yards of yards after catch. So. True. Like that's half True. his yards. Come on, I I was just Tyreek was going crazy. He should have been the mm-hmm. and literally that like the Dolphins score. Like if you could throw yeah. to a wide open person, how hard is it? The only the one True. throw I liked was Jalen Water one. That one was a good one. The last second touchdown. Yep. yep. Good tough throw. Like tough throw for real. Yeah. We also saw the Mike Gusecki's McGriddle. Not we're not calling it a. Gritty. Oh yeah, that was awful. Uh, it was horrendous. <laughs> Uh, he said it looked good in his mirror at home. Um, unfortunately, oh he, he might have to get a mirror. new mirror. Might need, might it. need to get a new mirror or leave. Yeah, or leave it there in the mirror. Leave it at the mirror, and that's what you um, got to do. Yeah. As the Dolphins complete or comeback on the Ravens, twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter to get the win in regular time. Pretty much, you know, didn't they have to go to overtime like some people did, but forty-two thirty-eight favor the Dolphins. Tua. 469 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson, 318 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had a rushing touchdown after rushing for 119 yards on only nine carries. He averaged 13 yards a carry. Mm. Sign that man. Extend that man. Pay that man. Come on. Why are we not paying Lamar? Even Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick with the quote of the week says, oh, yeah, he's MVP caliber. I think he's almost shut down all those things. We'll see about the contract extension. And, yeah, he said, we'll wait for the contract extension, and then we'll see. Literally. Literally. And the, honestly, it's not if they only don't him extend running, him. Yeah. 
bro, it's not him running. And if they don't extend them, there's going to be so much teams trying to get him. It's going to oh be Oh, my like, God, yes. Like, he can throw the ball perfect. It's crazy. Like, right. I've never seen someone throw a slant, like, so much in stride that the receiver has literally lost no speed. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. I think Lamar. I want you to put a tinfoil hat on real quick for me, Lavelle. Put your hey, tinfoil hat on. You know, like okay. the UFO kind of like saves from UFO saves your brain conspiracy yeah. theory people. Oh, You've never God. heard that before? Yeah, I've seen it, but okay, I haven't heard it so, in a minute. Yeah, okay. Just put your tinfoil hat on here. Um, conspiracy theories. If they don't extend for some reason, mm. and he goes to free agency. Which team would you like to see Lamar Jackson on the most? And you can't obviously say the Chargers because you got Herbert. Like, yeah, we got Herbert. So, um, like realistically, which realistically, team are you trying to see him on? Realistically, like seeing, I think the Patriots have a good chance of trying to get him. Really? You think they're gonna just give, just be like, all right, we're done with Mac Jones, we're going after Lamar? Mm, maybe. I think the Colts. Colts. Okay. You're saying a lot of teams here, Lavelle. I need you to narrow it down to one. I know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who needs a quarterback. Seahawks need a QB. Mm-hmm. See, I think probably if anybody, I would see him going to the Seahawks. That that was going to be mine. I hate that really? a division rival, but I'm like, Seahawks is like kind of a perfect match. Literally like a perfect match. Like You got DK and... Tyler Lockett, depending if he retires after the season, I doubt it. He's still got some juice left in him. You got good running backs there with Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker. O-line, though, is horrendous. But if you sign Lamar in free agency, you've got the draft to just, all right, our first couple rounds, guys, we just got to go O-linemen. Literally. If there's good enough guys out there, we got to get them if we can. Um, Defense, not great, but, I mean, like, you can build that around. Lamar, like it would work perfect. Literally, you don't have to search for your QB. Like mm-hmm. you think Geno's him, but you no, never know. No. You never know. You want to know my second pick though? My Ooh. number two, the Atlanta Falcons. See, I was. It's crazy because the Falcons <laughs> the are playing the Seahawks, and I was looking at them, and I'm like, I'm like, they just got Marcus Mariota. Like, uh, I'm thinking they. But they, he's on a, like a what? A one, two year deal. I don't know. He's man. not on a big deal, I don't think. I don't think he's there for very long. I'm gonna be honest. I think it'll be. I think it'll be close, close, close. Could you imagine Lamar to Kyle Pitts and Drake London, and then Crazy. Calvin Ridley when he comes back next year? Mm. Plus, they've got a decent defense and an O line already. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, like they could make themselves front runners over the Seahawks. I think they could make the argument to beat out the Seahawks for Lamar, but. I think those two would be kind of a match made in heaven for him. Yeah. Unless some other teams just like, oh yeah, uh, we'll trade you. Who who else would I? You know, <laughs> Panthers or the Steelers are calling, or the Giants are calling. I think he the hangs Vikings up the phone call. immediately. If the, he Vikings hears the Vikings call. The, the Vikings yeah? would be crazy. That's what I was thinking. Like, like imagine they just drop Kirk Cousins, and they just like he just comes and joins Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Dalvin Cook, oh that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Nah, oh my gosh, it would be great. It would yeah, be that's fantastic. Ochis. All right, I want to talk to one. I want one more news headline for for you, Lavelle. 
Have you heard the news about Brett Favre? Have you heard this? I want to. I want to double check. This. See, I was been hearing about it. I seen mm-hmm. a couple memes. So like, I don't know the whole memes. story. I don't the know number the whole one story, news story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know the whole story either, just because like nothing is being talked about because they're all like, focused on yeah, like, I see other like an article. For some reason, I seen an article on ESPN, but I didn't think it was like an actual article. Yeah, I, just like, I'm pretty sure. Like as of right now, I don't know if it's rumors or it's confirmed, but Brett Favre basically stole—I shouldn't say steal—stole, got, took whatever five million dollars in welfare money. Uh, to build a new stadium at the university his daughter was attending for volleyball. So they got basically a new volleyball stadium at that mm. school. And it was out of from welfare money. He was paid in wel- $5 million in welfare money. I'm pretty sure. Is See, what how it, do they know the it's welfare money? money. <laughs> Cuz I think they just cuz I think it was uh is that Miss uh Ole Miss I think. And oh, so okay. like they're all kind of going into this it's like oh here we go uh to have it go it's for a volleyball complex um let's see state auditor says 70 million in federal okay 70 million is a lot more than five. Oh my god so oh okay, okay, okay. More. 70 million went to farve the volleyball complex and a former pro wrestler wrestler mm. so yeah uh, paid him 1.1 million in 2017 and 2018 to make motivational speeches out of federal welfare funds intended for needy families. Mm. Never gave the speeches, demanded the money back with interest. Um, he re- repaid the fees, although not the interest. Um, yeah, there's a whole story on this. Okay, like, it is crazy. Like this has been going around, but it's been like shut off. And, like, no one has been talking about it because they've been talking about random other things all the time. And this was this was really, really recently. Well, this story is from September 1st. I hadn't heard about it till this week. Really? Because I'm looking at all these other news articles about it three hours ago, one day ago, four hours ago, five, five hours ago, like nine this, hours ago, 13. It's probably been new information just discovered. Yeah, just dropping. And, it, and it's not being, like sent out anywhere so i just want to see like if you've heard it or like what's going on with that. I, want, I want to hear your reaction to this first it's just i just don't know how to react it's kind of like it's just kind of just out of nowhere just brett farvish can't be doing that i think it's the wrong thing if he did do it but they're saying he did so it's over he has to go to what he's probably gonna go to jail for it right? i maybe We'll, no, we'll see what happens. Or does he have to like pay all the money back? Like, does he have? Supposedly, that much he's money? paid most of the un- money back already. It's just that it's come out that this has happened now, mm. and people are not happy with it. So, okay, I see, I see, something, I see. something to watch as it develops. So he's, uh, he's just trying to like save himself, like by saying, maybe yeah. telling people. You know what I mean? If he yeah, paid most of the money back already, he's like, okay, I got to tell these guys like how, what happened, though. A lot of people, it looks like uh, officials and stuff are pleading guilty in this uh, right now. Because it says Governor Phil Bryant and Brett Favre uh, worked together to do it in Mississippi. So, And it looks like, yeah, the state is the one suing them, so... I mean, just something to look at as it develops. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of different stories on it, so make sure like 
when you're looking at it, you're like, all right, let's see what the facts are and what's matching up and what's not. But yeah. again, just kind of a big story I wanted to put out there for you to see if you had heard about it and what you knew and see what was developing with that. So figured I'd throw that out there. Hey, it's NFL. Part of the NFL. It, yeah, it's it's wild that it just yeah, that that's what comes out this week. Um all right, we'll move on to college football and Lavelle, I've got a question for you. Yes. What was the biggest college football headline this week? What was it? Ooh. What do you think? What was the What do you think was the biggest college football headline to come out this week? Mm. Uh, NCAA. NCAA. What came out with NCAA? Football game. Football game. What came out with that? Oh, they're what just saying they're going to drop it. It's going to have some stuff. Not this week, but like in the oh. summer. But they're saying some other stuff, but I remember it. That is pretty good, but I, I have a headline that can top it. I'm, okay. I'm going to be honest because this was meant as a trick question, honestly. Because I That's knew what I was saying. I did not know. That's what I was like, huh? Yeah, trick question. Um, out of the University uh, University of Utah last week, as Utah played North Dakota – not North Dakota, South Dakota State. I keep messing up who they're playing every time. Uh, but basically, San Diego. It was San Diego. I kept – Oh, my gosh. I'm getting the headline wrong already. Dude. <laughs> Utah played San Diego State. And so, basically, this story just came out today. Uh, yesterday, I believe, because the article said Wednesday, the announcement said Wednesday, uh, a student at Utah uh, was arrested and detained, uh, was ended up released uh, as of yesterday on Wednesday, uh, because she had stated if Utah was to lose to San Diego State, she would set off a nuclear reactor on campus. What the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has that a was the headline. Reactor? <laughs> I don't know if the nuclear reactor Who is, is she on, on Utah's campus. I don't know if she supposedly has one. She's gonna make one, but like, yeah that that was the headline today that I saw this morning, and I'm like, oh, that is the most random. <laughs> headline I've ever seen in my life. What's and I never would have guessed that. So thanks no. for trying. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, a nuclear not reactor what is I crazy. Expected at all. Um, yeah, said if they would lose, they would just set off a n- nuclear reactor. Like, what? Like, how does how? Why is that? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? I don't. I don't get it. I just don't understand how how that happens. Like, oh yeah, me. by the way, guys, uh, allegedly threatened to detonate a nuclear reactor if the football team lost to San Diego State. Guys, it's fine. So thank thank God you guys won. Yeah, thirty-five to seven. I mean, you're the thirteenth-ranked team in the nation. I would hope so, but like, what? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, why is that? Like, what goes on? What, how does this build up? Is like, okay, yeah, we all over-exaggerate. Like, oh, no, if my team loses, it's going to be the end of the world. I don't know if I – I'm going out I'm, – I'm jumping out the window or something like that. Like, we're all, we all like to over-exaggerate. Yeah. But to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to detonate a nuclear reactor on campus. And then for someone to not think you're joking and take it seriously Must and really call smart. the police – and tell them this, and then have you arrested. Mm. Like, what is the stage of events leading through that timeline? Like, did you say it on a 
on social media? Would you say it to some friends and someone overheard it? Did you say it to some random people at a tailgate and they're like, what? What is going on? You don't know them. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm calling the cops. Like, what goes from, yeah, I'm going to set off a nuclear reactor if we lose to San Diego State. Yeah, and then someone just... gets concerned enough that they're like, yeah, we're calling the cops and we got to we gotta make sure this person's like gone and this yeah, isn't going to happen. It had to be super drunk because that only You would think, thing. but I, like, like, I don't know. You have to be Tony Stark to build a nuclear reactor for a second. Let's just Unless Utah has one on campus. They do not. No way. <laughs> There's, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it that's like this I'm giant saying. nuclear reactor, like a normal size, like nuclear reactor? Thinking, like, thinking about it too uh, much. Thinking about it too much. I know, but again, best headline to come out of this week from college football is that one. Only that's headline. the best one. Like, you can't <laughs> top that. You can't top someone threatening to detonate a nuclear reactor because their football team is going to lose. Like, if that's not college football, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I. That's the best way to sum up college football right there. Mm. Anyone says, oh, what's it like being a fan of college football? Yeah, well, we've had people threaten to detonate nuclear reactors when if they lose to a team they should never lose to in a million years. Oh, okay. Mm. These guys are crazy. Got it. All right, perfect. Perfect. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's literally how it goes. That's literally how it goes. Um, I guess we can look at some games since we can guess. stop talking about it. I guess, you know. Uh, big one, Oklahoma over Nebraska, 49-14. Nebraska still isn't there. Uh, first game without head coach Scott Frost. So, I mean, that was a big, big yeah. one for Nebraska. Obviously not getting the win. Um, some other big ones, Tennessee over Akron, 63-6. to And yeah, this is still of, non-conference for a lot of teams. Yeah, so it's just like, a lot of blowouts. Uh, Really a lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts. Yeah. Arkansas, Missouri State was close, 38-27. NC State over Texas Tech, 27-14, another close one. Texas A&M and Miami, 17-9. So a nice low-scoring one there. Yeah. I want to find – even Oregon and BYU, that was like a blowout. 41-20 in favor of Oregon. Even Obviously, Penn Michigan's St- playing Connecticut. Like Penn State and Auburn. Uh, <laughs> Penn State Auburn 41-12. Yeah, just like it was just a blowout week for week three. You know, week four. I mean, some of them like what are we looking at? Crazy. Yeah. We're looking at Tennessee and Florida. Might be Maryland, day. Michigan might be kind of fun to watch. I'm not Wisconsin, sure. Ohio Baylor, State. Iowa State. Wisconsin, Ooh, Ohio that's State. next week. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. I like that one. Texas, Texas uh, Tech might not be bad. Alabama, Florida, Tennessee. Alabama plays Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's not bad. I like that one. I like that one. Let's see. Yeah. What other ones are pretty good here? Clemson versus Wake Forest. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. About Wake Forest that is ranked twenty-one. Just they're ranked twenty-one. It's right there. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else. Baylor, Iowa State. I like that one a little bit. That one will be fun. I think. Uh, I already said Texas, Texas Tech. I mean. Yep. It's really the only games going on next week. It looks like it. Are the main ones. I think they're more of the top 25 teams. Uh, mm. Hawkeyes play Michigan. No, they don't play Michigan. Oh, we got a bye week. This is a, the Hawkeyes bye week. Week mm. five. Oh, wait. Nope, I can't read. Um, they play Rutgers. Uh, oh. So, worse than a bye week. So, that's why it's not uh, on here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be uh, – I'm assuming the under over-under is set at, like, 30. Jeez. 30 and a half. <laughs> like – this is going to be a punt off, I think, pretty much at this point, unless 
we get something going like we did against Nevada. I mean, we beat Nevada 27 to 0. Um so it'll be interesting for college football to for Iowa anyways cuz then mm. we got to go play Michigan and that mm. will not be good. That will be a blowout. Yeah, 100%. For Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, in favor of Iowa. Iowa's going to blow in out Michigan. Favor Iowa. Michigan. So make sure you bet. Make sure you guys bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bet on Iowa, guys. Uh, I guess the team that hey, so just know far if they this win, year has you're going to win a lot touchdowns. of money. If you yeah. win, if they win, if the, on the very, very low chance they win, yeah, the payday is going to be great. And it's going to be fantastic. Not we don't. Hey, we don't condone betting, but we're just saying if yeah. somebody was like to do it, to do it, like the money. odds would be very good. Like it's got to be like plus. I want to. I'm trying to think the highest these odds can go. Plus three thousand for the Hawkeyes to win, at least. Really? At least. Oh yeah. That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's it. No, I'm saying like <laughs> that's your odds to win. It's plus three thousand. Well, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. If, if it was lower, you guys would have more chance of winning. I think you guys do, maybe. Unless you guys are that bad. You guys saw Iowa State, so maybe. You are. Yeah, we were pretty bad, dude. We're pretty bad. Our defense is great. Special teams great. Offense awful. Horrendous. Mm. All right. So bad. But yeah. Fancy. Um. Yeah, we can do fantasy quick. I will shout Some out fantasy. Uh, BVU plays Luther this week. Oh, uh, BVU at play Luther. Luther? So. How'd y'all do last yep, week? At, uh, we played Co. Lost a tough one, fourteen to three. Mm. Um, you know, little mistakes kill us. Shoot ourselves in the foot. It happens. Uh, Hail Mary touchdown before half. And then wow. just unable to score on offense and defense gives up another touchdown. Just penalties too once in a while, not great. I mean, a lot of things that just need to be worked on. I mean, it's a lot of mental mistakes that we need to have fixed, and it happens. It happens a lot. Hey, so I mean, it's okay. Things happen, you know. Just hey. gotta roll with it and go through hey. it. So get better throughout the season, man. Correct. Just gotta get. Just gotta get in place to and get, get win. Uh, American Rivers Conference wide open. Uh, as well as Loris was picked to finish sixth in the preseason for the conference. Uh, they beat the reigning champs Central last weekend. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Snap. Yeah. They Loris like that? Apparently, apparently, like their Central's just not like that anymore. I don't know. Mm. Uh, so something to again, like I said, American Rivers Conference wide open. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season progresses. Um, a lot of game, a lot of season left, so it'll it'll be interesting for sure. But yeah, we can get into some fantasy football. Lavelle, what do you want to talk about in fantasy first? I'll let you start off. I know this is usually um, my segment, but I'll yeah, let you yeah, yeah. First. I'm just talking about my teams. You Go know, last week I lost in our BVU league because you know just just didn't have a good week, man. I actually scored 136 points. Just Marco had a better week than me. He scored 144. Yikes. Our teams went off. I had Tyreek Hill, which he did Ooh, amazing. There you go. There he had go. 42 points. Aaron Rodgers had 16. I had Mike Williams. He had 25. I had Derrick Henry at 8. Kyle Edwards had 15. Everett had 13, 9, 8. And then my defense had 1. But Marco had Tampa Bay defense, 26. McPherson, 13. His Zen Mims got yeah. 5. Waller, 17. Fournette, 9. Eckler, 18. Sutton, 19. T. Higgins, 19. Burrow, 16. That's just, like, a very solid team. And he had Pollard on the bench with 19. It's crazy, like. 
just had a better week than me. I lost that one tough, tough match, tough match. But this week, oh my dad, I have two weeks, I have two weeks. So he had Herbert. Yeah. He had Herbert. Two weeks. I think I was losing by like 30 something going into this game. Oh. And he had four players. He had, or he had three. He had Dalvin Cook, Devin Singletary, and AJ Brown. And I had Diggs oh. going into Monday night. Going God. into Monday night. Oh, and no. And we all know what my boy Diggs did, but my boy Diggs, he. <laughs> He went. He went a little crazy. He went a little Monday crazy. Night he had twelve receptions, hundred forty-eight yards, three touchdowns. He had thirty-two points in my league. Wow. And Dalvin Cook, Devin Singletary, and AJ Brown had a combining eleven points all together. Wow! Monday night so, miracle and a half. It's just. It was just the greatest Holy miracle God. I've ever had, and it was amazing. I had Hunter Henry get zero points in my lineup. I had the Colts defense get zero points. Matt Prater get one. Like the high, literally, he was the highest score player in my lineup mm-hmm. ever. Boy. It was just that's bad. what we like to see. But um, hey, great week though. Yeah, my week went exactly as last week went. The teams that lost la- last week, they lost. Teams that won last week, they won. So I'm now I have no one and one records. I'm either zero and two or two and zero. Oh my god! And then I drafted a new team on Tuesday night, so I'm oh. in five leagues now. I drafted a dynasty wild. league during Monday Night Football. Mid Monday Night Football, we're watching Vikings Eagles. Me and B Pat are drafting a new dynasty league we're in. Oh my god! Wow, man. <laughs> so I got five fantasy leagues. There's more fantasy leagues than classes. Yes, that is correct. I have more <laughs> fantasy leagues than I have classes this semester. Oh my! I gosh. technically have four classes all semester long. One of them is an eight-week course, so I'm not even in it right now. So currently, I have three classes. And five fantasy teams and a, fa- a weekly fantasy article. So that's that's my fault for you guys, if you're wondering. And yes. playing college football. That that's my fault. That's my fault. He's a fantasy like, football player. Yeah, fantasy football player. <laughs> uh, analyst, fantasy football analyst in quotes. Analyst part is in quotes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did better last week on my article, so I went up by one correct. <laughs> so okay, you better. I mean, went from two to three. It's been a rough first two weeks for this. I'm really hoping this week's a bounce back. If not, I gotta start taking less riskier picks, and so I can get some, get them right, and be like, "All right, see, told you guys. Oh, who would have thought? Like Saquon Barkley did crazy. Oh, 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 who would have thought that? Wow. Ooh. So yeah, um, yeah, I haven't even broken a hundred points in my uh, home league. Dang. In either I'm week, not, never got to a hundred points. I don't think I, I don't think I did either. 75 first week, 95 last week. Yep. So, B Pat's really coming for my home league trophy right now, and I'm 0 2. He's in He's in your league? Oh, yeah. We need a new person. We had a guy drop out. So I'm like, hey, B Pat, you want to join? He's like, yeah. He's 2 0 right now. He's oh, my God. Now. Nah, B Pat probably has the same team on every freaking fantasy league. <laughs> he's trying to have the same it's team. It's actually making me mad because, like, why do we let this guy get these players, man? Like, hey, oh my they God. all do him. We try to get, hey, I've got Stefan Diggs in like three leagues, so I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I got Michael Pittman in like two. I got, I got so many people. Oh, Alvin Kamara, I've gotten a couple. So it's like, ah, it's like I got them in everywhere. So I just got to keep track, which is which. I've been trying to get Jalen Hurts and like try to consist, consistently get him, but it hasn't worked out really. So it's like, ah, we'll see what happens. Trying to make, I've tried, I've made a lot more trades this fall though. Like, a lot mm. of people want to make more trades. I will say that. It's been, oh, like, me, Nico, trades. and Trey Ortman really just kind of like, 
oh, we got to try to trade. We're going to try to trade. Keaton making some trades too. And we're always like, oh, oh, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try this. And half of it's just like us BSing each other. Like, hey, let's have a conversation about this. It probably won't amount to anything, but let's talk about it. And stuff like that. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun. But again, so five leagues is what a lot to keep up are. with. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're wild. <laughs> I know, I know. But should we do I, – I we got the – we forgot to do it last week, but we've got the perfect teams, uh, perfect lineups from NFL perfect Fantasy. Lineup. We'll do a perfect lineup first. Uh, this one, so many points. So many points on this one. Um, Lamar Jackson at quarterback, 42.6. Uh, Nick Chubb at running back, 32.3. Aaron Jones right behind him, 32 even. Mm-hmm. Your boy, Stephon Diggs, 44.8. Tyreek Hill, 42. Mark yeah. Andrews, 25.7. Graham Gano, the kicker for the Giants, 17 points. And then the Buccaneers defense, 26 points. Yeah. Now, oh, the NFL Fantasy has also gifted us something that I've always wanted to know. The imperfect lineup. So this is the <gasps> lowest scoring lineup. Oh, my God. I've never, oh, I know Hunter Henry's on, man. He's not actually. How do you get less than zero? You don't. You don't. That's the thing. So this team combines for under 20 points. If you want to do the math at home, you can get the exact number. I'm just quick looking at it. At quarterback, Matt Ryan, 1.8. Big time scorer. Running back number one, one and a half points. Rashad Penny. That's one of the picks I got right this week. Running back two, Cordell Patterson, 4.1. Wide receiver two, Darnell Mooney, 0. 0.6. Not mm-hmm. even a full point. Juju Smith-Schuster, four points. Tight end for the Bears, Cole Komet has zero. Wasn't even – did he get a target? No, he might have dropped that target. Ah, he See, might not have it, might, it might go by targets. Game. It might go by targets. That's why it I might be. It might be. Out on there. Um, kicker, Matt Prater, your boy, one point. Oh, my god. And the Dolphins' defense, negative four. Dang. So that is your imperfect lineup. So that rounds out to just about 11, 12-ish, minus four, maybe eight. Eight total points, Mm. maybe, around there. So not great, not fantastic. Not great at all. Imagine having all those players. Yeah. Yeah, I would cry. I would cry, actually. Yeah, yeah. So – you want to hear my picks for this week, Will? Two of them anyways, before you have to go read the article for yourself, which you obviously didn't because you started Hunter Henry last week. Yep. So let's hear two of them. Make sure you All say right. the picks that I actually might pick. You know, like, I'm making it. Well, you got to read the article, man. I, I, but the articles, you know, I don't read. That's true. He, he does not read, folks. Uh, that's why we've given up on making notes for Lavelle because he just never read He's them lying. anyways. He's lying. He just doesn't make them. We just don't make them. Why is it on me to make the notes? There it I don't is. Have any notes. There we go. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. We come here freestyling, <laughs> and I'm always like, "Come on, man! I'm always on time." <laughs> He's always ready to go. All right, always. you want to hear my overperformer or my underperformer? Uh, both. Well, yeah, but first, <laughs> I'm gonna give you both. Your underperformer. Your underperformer. Underperformer first. <laughs> All right, we already talked about him a little bit. A little bit. Quarterback Russell Wilson. Obviously, everyone knows letting Russ cook. Kitchen is on fire when it comes to Broncos passing game and Wilson's production. He's had three rushing attempts in two games. 
and his pass catchers keep getting injured. And so Wilson looks less and less like the quarterback we had from Seattle. Wilson at least 200 yards and one touchdown in the last two games. But with Jerry Judy Judy, day-to-day currently for this week, he is currently left with Cortland Sutton, the current target leader on the team, Albert Okawebanam, the tight end, and the Broncos running backs, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, though, only with three targets. So not much for Wilson to pass to really deep down the field. And you know who the Broncos play this week, Lavelle? They play the Chargers. Are you looking it up? No. Who'd you guess? I play the Chargers. No, they don't. We play the Jets. They do not. They play the 49ers, the toughest Mm. defense they've faced so far because they've only played the Seahawks and the Texans. I should have known. I should have known. First in the league in passing yards allowed per game are the 49ers. But, again, you got to remember they've also played the Bears in a monsoon and Geno Smith. So it's a little uh, little hesitant, but still very, very good defense. And so if we see Jerry Judy not play in that game, that's a big receiver that you're out for Russell Wilson. And so you might have to rely on Javante Williams most of the day. And so I'm going to say a lot of failed cooking attempts for Russ this week. That's my underperformer. How do I feel about that one, Lavelle? Does that one sound like a good one? Uh, I like that one because okay. I now I can't start him. Can't? Who's your other quarterback then? Oh, who is my other quarterback? I'm about to get Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you might want to check that too. Hopefully I get Jalen Hurts. Who's your overperformer? Jeez. There we go. Jalen Hurts is always the overperformer. While you I look at your fields. Justin Fields, ooh, maybe not a great one either. Because we'll we're going to talk about the guy that will be a big deal in that okay. offense, running back David Montgomery. He's my one of my overperformers for this week. So uh, even though Fields? they lost in a blowout last week against the Packers, not great for them, very not great. But David Montgomery was the entire Bears offense, running for over 100 yards, averaging eight yards a carry on just 15 attempts. They went against the Packers defense that's held opponents now to under 20 points a game on average. And now he faces a Texans defense that's allowed a top three league high 163 rushing yards per game. They've only allowed one rushing touchdown, though. But Justin Fields has had a minimized passing game these past two weeks. I believe they threw the ball 11 times Mm. last week. Not much. That's very little. Very, very little. He gets rushing points. Yeah, he gets rushing points. And... I think Montgomery is good enough to reach the end zone on that, add a boost to that number for the Texans' defense. And with Cole Komet practically removed, we already saw uh, zero points for him last week in fantasy. Montgomery has become the new checkdown guy for Justin Fields when he is passing. But even though he's only got he's got under ten targets in the last two weeks, again only a checkdown guy, and we haven't seen much passing. We don't expect a massive breakout in that, but he's still going to garner a few looks from Fields when. There's not much to pass to down the field. There we go. There's my two for this week that you get for listening to the podcast. The rest of them are in the article. We'll see. The article should be live as Thursday Night Football is going, and Najee Harris just rushed for a touchdown uh, against the Browns. (laughs) When you have them on your fantasy team. Yep, yep. Uh, New article is not out yet, so we'll have to make sure that gets out. Make sure that gets published for people. I had David Njoku on that list as an underperformer, so we'll watch that one in Curiousness tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, that's all I've got here. Lavelle, anything else you want to add? Um, no, I don't. Have everyone has, hope everyone has a great day and week. So, it, 
There we go. Go Chargers, baby. That's what we like to hear. As my editor literally calls me right now to talk about my article, I assume. So that'll end it here for us. Like Laval said, everybody have a good week three here this week. Obviously, NFL week three, college week four. And I guess we can say go Chargers, but we'll also say go Niners. All right.